I'm Brenna. And hi, I'm Gianna. Welcome to Red Flag or Deal Breaker, where we talk about a little bit of life, a lot of bit of relationships, and everything in between. Oh, love it. Uh, we were having these conversations with our friends all the time, and we wanted a space to talk about it more and discuss what it's like to date in our 20s and the many adventures and many, many stories that come with it. So what can you expect? In this podcast, we'll be talking about ghosting. What if he doesn't pay for your $5 burrito on the first date? Mm -hmm. What if they're not texting you back? And what if you don't want to kiss them, but they literally take your mask down? <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Did that really happen to you? Of course, yeah. Oh, God. I kind of like this. Yeah. You were like, I feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also want to talk about things like what it's like to balance female friendships with romantic relationships with relationships with your family and just you know keeping all those plates spinning what it's like to date during covid what it's like to date in san francisco which is a fun one and so much more we have just so much more so Gianna, this is our first date so we're gonna kind of introduce you to ourselves and also introduce ourselves to each other because we're you know yeah. kind of getting to know each other here too exactly brenna I'm so excited for our first date. I've been looking forward to this for some time. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So I'm Brenna, and <laughs> I, I work for myself in wellness. I'm from New York. Um, I lived in Boston and Bermuda, both for a little bit, and now I moved to San Francisco about eight months ago mm -hmm. during COVID, pandemic mover. So I oh, wow. really am loving Ocean Beach. I love being outside. I was super excited to move here for, like, the hikes and the outdoors and being able to be outside mm -hmm. like year round, yeah. all of those different pieces. Um, love hanging out with friends and exploring the city and super excited for things to be opening up more too, which is yeah, exciting. I know things are definitely starting to feel a little bit more real. So yes, your hobbies will just, you know, increase tenfold. <laughs> oh, so excited. What about you, Gianna? Yeah. So I'm Gianna. Um, I am 24 years old. I work in brand marketing at a tech company. I'm originally from Maryland, so also an East Coast transplant. Moved to the Bay Area about three years ago. For fun, obviously pre-pandemic, I loved to travel. I still love to travel, just figuring out how to do it safely. And flight prices are like through the roof, so mm -hmm. <laughs> that's nice. an issue. Um, I like to read, probably should read more than I do, but find me on Goodreads for some recs. Uh, I like to hang out with my friends. I like to make espresso. I made you an ice latte. I know. I'm benefiting from this hobby yeah. of yours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How was the ice latte? Incredible. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> There's more where that came from. Love it. I'll stick around. <laughs> Those are my hobbies. <laughs> I love that. And actually something else you should know about Gianna is that really a big part of, you know, where our credibility comes from and making this podcast, you know, is that Gianna has actually written a book yes. on love and relationships called How We Met. Stories of Love in the Modern Age. Incredible. <laughs> I've read it. You can find it on Amazon. But seriously, Thanks, it's so it's really good. I feel like it's like a heartwarming book. It makes you laugh, makes you cry. That's so sweet. And I feel like that's like such a what we also want to be kind of coming at mm -hmm. with this podcast too is like totally. this holistic approach to yes. dating relationships, like the real life aspects right. of it, right? right? Yeah. Like beyond the app and like what you actually want and how this fits into mm -hmm. your life and supports yeah. you as you are. And how all your puzzle pieces can kind of fit together and mm -hmm. definitely touch on that in how we met. So find me on Amazon, um, please <laughs> give me a five star rating. Um, but you know, seriously, we, this is something that like comes up in Brenna and my lives often. So I think we're happy to like have this space to talk about it. 
Exactly. With you. Okay. You're now our Thank friend, you. listener. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for spending your time with us. Thank you for dating us. Honestly. Exactly. Honestly. Um, so something I would love to know about you, Brenna, is what are you looking for? And I know that's a daunting question. Most of the time, no one knows like what type of person or, you know, if they're looking for a relationship or not. But to be more specific, if you could describe like your ideal partner in three words, what would those words be? Yeah, I feel like normally I'm getting this question from like an aunt at a holiday. So oh, yeah. this is great to get it from this you. This is Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah, we're all at the table. Brenda, who are you dating? <laughs> exactly. Um, why is someone here with you? Yeah. Um, You're alone again? <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so I would feel like, I feel like for me, it's like respectful. I feel like respect is like such a high value that I hold. And I think that means like feeling respected, which is mm-hmm. kind of like feeling seen by someone and like understood and like that someone's making an effort to get to know you like beyond surface level also like I feel like I have that in so many friendships and other relationships and I just would kind of like have Mm -hmm. that now as an expectation like I'm not really interested in something that doesn't have that aspect that's baseline like respect me and all parts of me exactly and then um being silly because I'm pretty weird and goofy (laughs) and I love that I feel like there's so many serious aspects to life that Mm -hmm. I feel like having someone that you can be like light and goofy with is Mm -hmm just fun yeah um and then independent I think I really value my own independence and would also want someone to have like their own life and like I don't know I just I just really picture like being able to complement each other but not so much like that whole idea of I know we've talked about this but like kind of like completing each other Mm -hmm. that you're like not complete without having a partner yeah yeah. and I just find that really valuable to me too. Like they have their things, I have my things and we can like support each other and be excited for each other in those Mm -hmm. ways. But, um, that you're not like empty or less than without this person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're fully complete with or without them, but they are only adding and making totally. you more complete. Your, your yeah. cup is overflowing. <laughs> I love that. What about you? What are your three words? My three. Okay. So I feel like I have four, but I'm going to condense them into three just on the fly because okay, I'm, I'm a rule follower. Mm-hmm. Um, number one is definitely kind and nice. And what was going to be number four is supportive, but I'm going to bundle that into kind. So mm-hmm. just nice and kind and supportive and like there for you. I think the, you know, we need to give more credit to nice guys, Mm -hmm. guys who are just so like, they would do anything for you and that they have your back. And I think kindness in a partner is so important. Like I demand (laughs) kindness from like my friends. (laughs) My friends are mean. I like start crying. Yeah. Why would I let let someone else do that to me? No, I feel like that's under like underrated really. Yeah. And I think it's important. Definitely. So kindness is number one. I think Number two, in the same vein as silly, is funny. Mm-hmm. I love to laugh. I laugh too often. I think I need someone who can not only make me laugh, but like laugh with me and at me and just have that lightheartedness. Mm-hmm. I think I've always heard this from my mom where she was like, listen, at the end of the day, are you laughing together? Because that's, you know, that's what you need. Oh, yeah, I love that. Which I think is special. And yeah. I do that with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> life's a joke. <laughs> Nothing matters. Yeah, That's no, my motto a little really bit. <laughs> so I want someone who can play into that. Um, and the last one is definitely smart, mm-hmm. intelligent. Like someone who I can match wits with, someone who um, like they don't have to be, you know, brilliantly book smart, but I think it's fun to have someone who like can be into the same stuff as I and we can have a conversation about like <laughs> the history of the United States. Or like the Kardashians. Mm. The range. The range. <laughs> yeah, the, the range is crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if someone just 
has, you know, that kind of vibe, it's super important to me. So those are my three. I love that. Nice, funny, and smart. And yours are respectful, silly, and independent. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we have a good range going. I think we here. do. We're hitting yeah. a lot of boxes. Yeah, this is good. And we've done a lot of dating in our 20s, and I feel like <laughs> we wanted like a safe space to discuss relationships, what we need, what's important to us, balancing yeah. all these aspects you know, to our lives, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, since we are on this date together, um, what is your go-to drink order on a date? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, right now we're, sh- we're sipping some Chardonnay, and... I will, I likely will opt for like a white wine or like a spritz type of situation. But I would say if it's like a cocktail bar, I'm going mezcal. Mm. I like the smokiness. It reminds me of burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there's some like fruitiness and some egg whites in there. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm kind of in the same vein. Like I love a spicy tequila drink. Oh, I'll pretty much order any variation that's on the menu. Yeah, I do like a mark. I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. it's like just some not even a mark though mm-hmm. that has like tequila some yeah. mix of tequila and jalapeno <laughs> and I'm in. Or I love rose. I'm getting mm-hmm. more into like other variations of wine recently. Mm-hmm. Now I can order beer. I think gluten free for the past ten years. Brenna eating gluten is an important life update for me. <laughs> Honestly, it's an important dating update too, because it, it makes dating so much easier yeah, because yeah. it used I used to feel which I also would argue that no one should feel self conscious about like having a food allergy or something, but it kind of yeah. like it sucks. Yeah. To, I mean you're you went on a pasta date, right? Um, I have been on a pasta date. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of tough when you can't eat. Gluten. It's super tough. It's super tough to find a place and then to be like, I can't have this, right. and then to be like, oh, I just want to be able to share food with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now the world is my oyster. Which yeah, is very exciting. But um, I think that that's a great. I mean, I'm kind of expecting you to go into a date and just order two tequila shots and like call it a day. That's, <laughs> that's what I want from 2021, Brenna. Okay, I mean, I can make it work. <laughs> What do you wear? What do you wear? Uh, for a date? Yeah. Uh, probably like, you know, a classic jeans and a top. Jeans and a top. I mean, I do love a dress moment. Pretty. When I was in Bermuda, that was fun because it was just like everything was kind of a dress in an yeah. easy way. Not in a right. too dressed up way, but yeah, I yeah. love that. I don't know if San Francisco is that same vibe. No. It doesn't feel like people wear dresses much here. Maybe like a midi dress with like a white sneak. Mm-hmm. But like it's SF. You need a jacket and you probably need a canvas bag with the puffer in it because... <laughs> Oh, it's really cool. Always need a jacket. It's like jeans, a <laughs> top, and a jacket. Yeah, jeans, top, and a jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I go for the jeans and a top as well. I think um, like a Madewell jean that makes me feel like just super comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know, a flowy blouse. Maybe a sneaker, maybe a little kitten heel, but I think I, I just want to like feel really cute. Yeah. I have a glass of wine before, and then it's like the vibes are. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored by <laughs> the Madewell. The energy's flowing. Yeah. yeah. Not sponsored by Madewell. But we would accept that. Maybe someday. <laughs> um, do you, you know, come to this place often where we are? Well, right now in my kitchen. Um, mm-hmm. I come here three times a day. Love that. But I think in general, like, where I'm going on a date would be a wine bar or, you know, a low-key cocktail spot. Mm-hmm. What about you? I love that. Yeah. I love a wine bar. I love um specifically Eno Vino or Burba. Oh, Burba's amazing. Now that you've introduced me to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love both of those. I feel like mm-hmm. ha- I feel like the ideal first date spot is like I don't know, I guess to go both ways because mm-hmm. I moved here, right? So I feel like I did a lot of dating like and I got to see the city through mm-hmm. dates, which was fun. So I kind of would just make a list and say, I've never been here before. Let's go here. Oh, kind of yeah. just like dictate dates in that way. Mm-hmm. But then now that I'm a little bit more established and like easier I feel like it's also fun to like have some go-to spots yeah, that you yeah. just are comfortable at. You kind of know mm-hmm. the vibe. You're 
But it's also fun to go somewhere new. So I feel like mm-hmm. it can be totally a toss up. But I love the idea of having a city bucket list and then using like app dates to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fully did that. Yeah. We I've... should make a Google map that's just like all date spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's brilliant. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So how has been dating, how has dating been going for you? Like what's the 2021 dating feel like? Status update, please. Yes. Um, Well, I am single, so I am dating. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's been really fun, like I said, to be, like, in a new place and dating a bunch. It's definitely been weird with COVID, of Mm -hmm. course. Like, we're all in that. But now that things are opening up more, it's been super fun. And I feel like it's just kind of more exciting about – you know, to like mm-hmm. know that you're going to be able to see people in more normal, like off the apps ways yes, also. Yes, like so true. Bars opening, think things more social, people right. doing more things outside, all yeah. those different things. So I'm really excited for that phase, but mostly has been on the apps for me so far. Mm-hmm. Um, also taking a little bit of a break from the apps as yeah. well. But I think somewhere in between that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of all over the place, but feeling good. Definitely optimistic. Yeah. And it feels like fun. I feel like a big part of this all is like having like a, you know, I think as long as you're excited about it, mm-hmm. that's like a good way to be. I think so if you true. feel like you're like kind of dreading it, that's mm-hmm. like it's like a chore. a tough spot to like, be oh, in. I have to log into Hinge again. Yeah, I absolutely felt like that. I also think summer is a good opportunity for like the organic meeting. Spirits are high. People mm-hmm. are vaxxed. Spirits are high. <laughs> spirits are flowing. Yes, like mm-hmm. <laughs> opportunities will be endless. But I also relate to the dating app break that was yes. me for most of 2020. Well, can you tell us about your dating now? <laughs> Great segue because, you know, I was on a dating app break until I logged back on and met my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I've been dating my boyfriend, Zach, for about nine months now. We started dating in October and he's great. He's, dare I say, kind, funny, and supportive. Smart. And smart. Too. I forgot what my fourth word was. <laughs> Zach is smart, though, so that wasn't a good one to forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but we met on Hinge you know, the old fashioned way. And it's been great. He's, he has just made it so easy. Like he is easy to talk to. He's a great communicator. Um, I think we're good at like chatting out issues and things that come up together. And there's a lot of just good balance, I think, in our relationship where we keep time for our friends and our family, but also spend a lot of time with each other. Um, Our first day was at Golden Gate Park. And my friends, including you, affectionately referred mm-hmm. to him as Croissant Boy <laughs> for many weeks because he brought all types of croissants. Um, and yeah, it's it's been fun. So that was a good thing to come out of 2020 post kind of an app break and then getting back on dating apps and, you know, meeting people and kind of feeling dejected and just, oh, this is so annoying. And, oh, the pandemic is making it so hard to meet people. And then, you know, when it happens, it just happens. Totally. Which I, I never thought I would be one to say that, but I know, <laughs> but it happened. I love that. And also I feel like it's like park dates were so huge. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they continue to be yes, so huge, I but know. it's so nice like to have a good one and like yeah. an actual like great experience kind of, and a beautiful relationship yeah, too. Yeah, completely like, agree. So fun. Cause like we would do park dates together and with our friends all the time. Right. And it actually is a great way as like a low stakes opportunity to meet someone because it's like, all right, we're going to split wine croissants and exactly. if you don't vibe, I'm leaving in 45 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to like even open or close the door. I can just walk out <laughs> yeah, of this park. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even have to make an excuse. I can just get up and walk away. Totally. Yeah. And so can I. <laughs> and so can they, which would 
be sad, but we, you know, your choice. <laughs> we can move on. Yeah. yeah. We're here for you. Through yeah. it all. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, that's how dating is going for me. So we'll see. Love it's been that. fun. Let's go through some red flag or deal breakers. Absolutely. And, you know, just as some background, this is a game that Brenna loves to play. And there are so many things that you could, you know, describe as either a red flag or a deal breaker or like a green flag, you know, yeah. green light. Green light, go. Love it. Love it. Go. Yeah. So something that might be a red flag for you could be a green light, go for me. And that's actually <laughs> my favorite part of this is like playing this with friends or like just texting yeah. about even them. And just being like, oh my gosh, we have such different tastes, but that's so fun. Yeah, You know, because exactly. it's kind of just like, oh, there's something for everyone. There really cool? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my friends, Harley, her, I think this is a quote from her parents, but she says, every pot has a lid. Oh, I love that. So, you know, something that you don't like, I might like. And, you know, <laughs> everyone will find their lid. I like Even that. You know, weird little pot. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, as it should be. Okay, here's one. Hit me. Okay. They take off their shoes at a baseball game. Yeah. That's going to be a red flag for me. I don't love feet, but I also get, you're outside. So it's not like you're taking off your shoes in an elevator. Let's say they take them off. Okay. To, to paint the scene here, yeah, they take yeah. off their shoes and then they prop them on the seat in front of them. There is not a person sitting in the seat. Just in front the of shoes them, but just, are like airing out. No, no. Their feet oh, their are feet. over. Yeah. Their feet are like okay. they're reclined. Is it like a Birkenstock situation or are we wearing socks? See, that's where my thing comes off. And now. like, are the socks bombas? <laughs> okay. Because that, I'm fine with that. I, okay. Fair. Great. So red flag. Great. I think Situational. It, I think it depends also on how many layers come off of the feet. Well. I think if there are sneakers that they unlaced, took off the socks, and mm-hmm. now are barefoot, I feel like that's a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they took off a sandal, mm-hmm. yeah, then that's less. Yeah. And that makes a little bit more sense. Because if you're already wearing like a Birkenstock to a baseball game, I understand your vibe. And so if you just slip those off, I'm not hurt. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much going on there to begin with. True. I already know what your toes look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not unveiling anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's more just like yeah, and I guess I guess if you're comfortable, it could also be that. But yeah. I, I would say it's a red flag to me. As yeah, well. that's an important red flag. Mm-hmm. Here's a controversial one. Don't get mad. Okay. Reclines their airline seat. Uh, see. Airplane seat. I would say I would say it's a red flag to me. Yeah. Depending on how far they go back and depending mm-hmm. on if they're, like, don't care that someone's behind them. You know? Right. Like, I yeah. think there's an amount that you can recline that's, like, yeah. everyone can agree on, totally appropriate. Yep. If you're really going back and you mm-hmm. don't care about the people behind you, then I'm kind of like, oh, no. Why are you only yeah. thinking about yourself? I think it's a care for others scenario. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I'm in the back row of the plane where, where I've sat many a time and the person in front of you reclines and it's like, well, Brutal. I'm out of luck. Like, Brutal. I think you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so is that a deal breaker for you then? Well, I think it's a deal breaker if you're in the last row. <laughs> it's very, this is a very situational one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general it's a red flag because I've been the recliner and the reclinee and mm. yeah. Got it. It's a give, it's a give and a take. Yeah. Fair. What mm-hmm. about over, I'm overly competitive about everything on a dating app. Oh my gosh. When they write that. How many times have you seen that? On yeah. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Mm-hmm. When they pick the prompt that says I'm overly competitive about, you can't be overly competitive about everything. Like, Brushing your teeth? Like, you want to race? Yeah, what do you think? We actually have a question. Do you think if they're overly competitive about brushing their teeth, do you think it's that they go faster than you or that they're more efficient? I think it's that they go longer. Oh. Because I I have a hard time hitting two minutes. Mm. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, I'll go three. 
Yeah, that's minutes. frustrating. <laughs> that's I too long. Say, We're going to spend the, all the time in the bathroom. But I would say if this is your prompt on a dating app, I unfortunately think it is a deal breaker for me because I also couldn't be competitive about things and I don't want us to be always neck and neck. True. And I just think there's a better answer to this prompt. Yeah. So I'm right. probably not going to swipe either. Yeah. Like I wish it said I'm overly competitive about Scrabble. Right. Be specific. Yeah. Or crossword puzzles. Even if it's three things, Scrabble, lacrosse, and crossing <laughs> crosswalks within yeah. the time. Ooh. That's fun. That's actually really fun. That's a great one. If you take that. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Good for Men you. Men who are listening, you're welcome. <laughs> And women. I mean, or please. anyone. Yeah. Anyone can do this. I think exactly. in my mind, a lot of men I have seen use this prompt. But I also know some overly competitive women and mm-hmm. more power to them. Right. As they should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about when you are messaging someone on a dating app and when it comes to the time where you would ask for someone's number, they ask you for your Instagram handle or your Snapchat username, but not your number. So they want to take this to another third party app. Yeah, I think it's a red flag for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Someone, actually, I was just showing you this, Gianna. Someone sent me their food Instagram Mm -hmm. to follow. Mm -hmm. And I was like, not even your real Instagram? Yeah. You don't. You yeah. just want the follower? Yeah. And not only that, that, he asked you to follow. He was right. like, oh, he follow wasn't like, I'll follow you. And then message. Like, right. this man's all about the ratio. Exactly. But you said his food looked pretty good. The food did look good. Yeah. Right. So he did have that going for him, right. but yeah. I didn't follow. So I, I guess it was a deal breaker for me. Very true. And I think the food Instagram is like the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. So I get where he's coming from. I think for me, it's a red flag, especially Snapchat. If you ask me for my Snapchat, mm-hmm. also... Uh, I don't know, use Snapchat, to be honest. For sure, yeah. I think this was bigger in college. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I do have some friends who communicate with guys solely via Snapchat. Um, you know, not judging them. I just... I would be scared. <laughs> I would say that also, it just, like, is a level of, like, you're putting... You're kind of, like, going from one app to another versus texting. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a little less direct. You're kind of skirting around. Yeah. Like... It depends on what you're looking for, really. Like, if yeah, you're looking to go on a date, you're probably going to communicate that much more easily through a text right. or a phone call or something yeah. versus Snapchat or Instagram or me commenting on his food pics. Yeah. Like, that looks good. You want to make me this for dinner? Yeah. I don't know where Tomorrow, we would go from there. Exactly. Maybe, honestly, maybe that's the way to go. But Imagine getting a Snapchat DM of, like, a time and a place, and then it disappears. <laughs> you forgot. Yeah. And you forgot the address. Just, you know, like, I want this in pen, which is iMessage. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You can't unsend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what about if they, you know, specifically enjoy Franzia or Tubac Chuck unironically? Mm, this is hard. I'm not, you know, some sommelier, but I at least appreciate good wine. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a red flag if someone brings like Franzia to a date, but I would never be like, oh, I'm never speaking to you again. Or like, this is the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I would do is instead be like, oh, what if we tried this wine instead? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Unironically of, is kind of the kicker. Though. I know. That is funny. I feel like it's kind of, could be kind of fun. Like mm-hmm. maybe you. Make a joke of it. Or like maybe you really like that. And maybe there are like other things that you're more interested in. That's I true. I don't know. Also, I like that he's frugal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's saving on wine. So mm-hmm. he can spend more on <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, you know, dinner. Yeah. Trash no. Shaw is pretty cheap. Like, I'm impressed that that hasn't gone up in price. So. Mm-hmm. True. It's a red flag. Yeah. Red flag. I think it could also be that, like, maybe you have different things that you find important or excited about. 
That's so true. So maybe that's where like it's a beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now my diamonds answer feels extra shallow. No, no. Mm-hmm. Listen, all the answers are allowed. That's thank you. <laughs> Safe space. <laughs> all right, a couple more. Okay. This one, okay, very relevant in San Francisco, where many people live in large Victorian homes with many roommates. Rent is insane. Yeah, rent is very expensive. No hate to living with roommates. We've all lived with roommates. However, what if they live with like ten roommates or an insane amount of roommates? And prefer that. So they're kind of like bringing the frat house to dating in their 20s. You know, they are an adult now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, okay. I think that as long as I would find, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think if there was a balance between like, let's say one of you lives with 10 people, the other one lives like maybe by themselves, mm-hmm. like with two people, mm-hmm. then you can have the balance of like having a space that has mm-hmm. less people around. But otherwise, I feel like it's a lot of people all the time. You're just, like, never really alone. I think so, too. Which I would find hard. Personally, I would find that hard. Yeah. I also think, like, no, not everyone in that house would be single at the same time, you'd mm-hmm. imagine. And what if all 10 people are dating someone that's almost <gasps> 20 people? It's like Thanksgiving every, every week. Okay, that's a good point. So yeah. It might be kind of a deal breaker. Right. I feel like also if there's no plan of, like, moving in with, like, less roommates, there's mm-hmm. just a lot of people going yeah, on yeah. all the time. It's just... A lot of people going in and out, not a lot of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, and how flag, many red flag deal breaker cusp? Deal breaker. Yeah. Cusp. <laughs> <laughs> These are like horoscopes. Like, red flag deal breaker cusp. Yeah, like moon rising. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, I'm not going to say the right things. I'm going <laughs> to upset the astrology community. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, this one is real. Okay, they always start a text with hola, but they don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Real as in I did went on some dates. This might be green light go. Are you serious? No. I think it's a red flag. I think, you know, maybe. Sorry, that was judgmental. (laughs) No, it's okay. I think, uh, you know, you see a lot of people just being like, hola, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt my feelings. I also don't speak Spanish. But if they're trying to incorporate Spanglish in many aspects of their conversation, and they're like some dude named Chad, it's like, all right. Right. You do you. Right. I think I thought a lot about this because I was like, this was a weird aspect of this text exchange. Yeah. We went on like a few dates and uh, I was like, interesting. This keeps on coming up. How I think it could have been changed. It wasn't a deal breaker, but it was for sure a red flag that contributed to, you know, pile of flags. Yeah. But uh, like if, whole flag, whole if they had, if they had changed up the greeting every time and mm-hmm. given me like a new way to say hello, that'd be cool. That's fun. Oh, that's now, like then it's like you're just telling you're just incorporating lots of different things but the yeah. lot and you don't speak spanish i was like what is going on I why know. do you keep on doing this if it's you know? a new greeting every time at that point this is duolingo like we are learning together and it's just kind of like silly like i would probably start writing some things back absolutely like that's fun you're yeah. teaching me something it's kind of like different you're mm-hmm. not specifying like one language yeah, that you're exactly. sticking with but if you're like kevin the ola guy uh-huh. maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit of a flag right it doesn't hurt my feelings in the same way this next one does <laughs> Go for it. Brenna. What's the next one? Brenna. If they chew loudly and mm. and or with their mouth open. Yeah, that's tough. That's kind of like, you know what I think? That kind of like just like gives you the ick sometimes. Oh, I get the ick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a deal breaker. So it's probably. I think it's a deal breaker. Deal breaker. I also have asked people politely to chew <laughs> more quietly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have had to do that because of how much chewing upsets me. Yeah. So that's why I say a deal breaker because I 
it's really broken the deal. <laughs> right. And also if you think about dating, you're also spending a lot of time probably like eating meals together. Definitely. And yeah. so that's probably a good portion of the amount of time you're spending together. Totally. And like, that's a lot of time that I would have to spend <laughs> telling them to wrap it up. <laughs> Stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's rough. Goodness. Um, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. We have so many more where those came from. So if anyone has red flag deal breakers that they'd like to share, we will give you our opinions. Yes. Yeah. Send them in. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we take a listener question? Let's do it. This one we got from our Instagram and this is from Lauren from Philadelphia. And she wants to know how can I be and feel more confident, maybe even fake confidence while dating and while on a date? Mm. Really good question. I love that. And so hard. I feel like this is also where like a version of those questions where like everyone feels the same, yep. you know, even when you are super confident or like you're, really like feeling yourself or like you have a friend who you feel like is super confident. Like mm -hmm. everyone has some degree of this going De on. Definitely. You yeah. know, no one feels fully confident all the time mm -hmm. is honestly, I tell myself that it makes me feel better because mm -hmm. it's easy to be like, Oh, you know, people on Instagram or, you know, friends that I have, you know, are just rating that confidence. And if you don't feel it, it can be kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Really hard. No, yeah. I, I feel like there are so many different pieces. Like, I, I think the one thing you've said before is like, um, you know, acting like someone is like, you know, someone better than, than you yeah, do. Exactly. Yeah. I think a good tip for both texting and being in person is like, act like that person who you're texting or the person sitting across from you at drinks is your best friend mm -hmm. and someone you've known forever. And that'll just bring that comfort level and that ease to the conversation. Like act like you've known them your whole life. And then you both will feel just kind of a weight lifted. You'll feel more relaxed. You can say what you really want to say and just be yourself. And I think that's what it really comes down to is like, how can I best be myself and bring my authentic self, you know, to this dating scenario? I like that too, because I feel like with texting sometimes, like I'm someone who kind of mirrors what other people like their texting style, which is like so funny because I feel like it even happens with friends. Like if someone's like super excited about things, like types mm -hmm. a certain way, then I do that too. Yes, just like because you're time. kind of in a normal way. Like when yeah. someone's like super excited, you end up like talking super excited back yeah. to them. And it's contagious. Exactly. Which is a beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like it's also like if you're thinking of this person as someone who you know better or you're more comfortable with, then like one, you're going to be more of yourself. Mm -hmm. And two, that's kind of your goal. Like, you're not trying to be, I feel like something that's been helpful for me, like, especially over the past year has been like, remembering that you're not trying to like morph into something else for mm -hmm. this other person or yeah. like impress this other person, yeah. right? Like, of course you want to be like your, your best self mm -hmm. and whatever else, and, like get this person to like, hopefully get to know you, but mm -hmm. it's not that you're trying to like be someone other than yourself. Yeah. And if you're acting like this person is someone who maybe you're more comfortable with, you're just like able to be more your true self and more comfortable versus yeah. like, Oh, yeah, like I looked up all of your hobbies and I am going to only talk about all of these hobbies <laughs> yeah. that you brought up, right? Like, I feel like you just do more of yourself. Spotify and now I'm a fan of everything you're a fan of. Exactly. <laughs> Done I've that. In there. Yeah, exactly. When they put their Spotify wrapped up, yeah. right? Yeah. So I feel like that's a really good point. And also, I think like the point of dating is also to find, you know, someone like whatever you're looking for, whatever version of that. But like you want them to like you mm -hmm. and get to know you. And so if you think of it in that way, then you're not even trying to be someone else yep. either because you that wouldn't even really give you what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And that kind of leads into like our episode recap where it's like, you're a whole person in and out of a relationship. Like you don't need someone to complete you. Um, kind of like what we said at the beginning, like they are hopefully just making you better. 
Um, there's that thing in Greek mythology. We literally said at Zeus. <laughs> this is targeted towards Zeus, where like uh, people were halves, and the whole point of life is to find your other half to make a whole. I disagree, respectfully. Yeah, well, I also feel like that's so, and I think like we have to, we can validate too that like it might feel that way because like we live also in a society that like totally values and yeah. puts so much pressure on being yeah. in relationships. And like, yeah. like we were joking before, like you might be going to like family things or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And like people are asking about your relationship status. So like mm-hmm. expecting like maybe you have like certain timelines or things mm-hmm. that are normal for you. And so that is a lot of pressure and that's really hard. But kind of finding like what, that you don't need this other person or a thing like you might want it and like it right. might be important to you yeah. but like you're still a really great human on your own yeah too. and oh. like you have so many things to offer and to like be excited about yeah and you can find someone who like compliments you and supports you and all exactly those yeah yeah that's that's but you're so not special. less than because you're mm-hmm. not in a relationship I exactly. guess my point. yeah 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 but you are you and we don't want you to change um but hopefully you know if you are seeking somebody they will just make you even better you know you can be even better than great Mm -hmm. I love that so we're really excited to talk all about dating relationships COVID pandemic post-pandemic and so much more with all of you so this is a really fun good first episode I loved our first date Brenna so that's our first episode this was really fun G we should do this again sometime Bren next week see you next week I'm not sure you know, man.